0: Spirit Airlines put a young boy on the wrong flight for Christmas, a Chinese chess champion is stripped of his title after defecating in a hotel bathtub, and Burger King is giving you free food if they think you're hungover. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the whole world. So proud, so proud. Let's do it, guys. I got three weird news stories for you, per usual. Spirit Air put a six-year-old boy on the wrong flight for Christmas. This is uh, like Home Alone, the movie, all over again. Home Alone Five, Spirit of Christmas. We could call, we could call it. We're spirited away too. How about how about flown alone? What are you doing trusting Spirit Air with your child? This is some serious neglect, by the way. Although, you know, Spirit Air is known to screw up in the most catastrophic of ways. It's kind of a miracle they just they put him on a plane. It's, yeah, You can't put it past Spirit Air to then put him on a bus or a train. Like a totally different mode of transportation. It's Spirit Air, after all. The kid's alive, though. His name's Casper. It's a cool name. Casper was traveling from Philadelphia to meet his grandma in Fort Myers, Florida. He ended up in Orlando, Florida. Neither of these cities are where you want to be for Christmas, in my opinion. But hey, some people go to Florida for Christmas. Uh, Now it turns out Orlando is actually a a, a three-hour drive from Fort Myers, approximately. This poor boy, Casper was put on the wrong plane. Spirit Airlines has apologized for putting Casper on the wrong plane. And they've offered to reimburse his grandmother for the drive to pick Casper up. Oh, isn't that gratuitous of Spirit Air to give Granny some gas money for that drive to go get Casper? There should be a lesson to all of us, guys. You you can't skimp out on the prices. I know flying is expensive, but cutting costs like this, sending your child alone with Spirit Air employees, you can't. Trust that. And, and of course, if you don't pay the whole um, don't send your kid to the wrong city upgrade, you're really exposing yourself to all sorts of possibilities around the holidays. It's a miracle the kid landed in the same state that he was supposed to go to. <laughs> it's spirit air. <laughs> he could have landed in Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah? Now, for this story, they interviewed the grandma, Miss Ramos. She says panic was set in. When her grandson wasn't on that plane that arrived, she says, quote, I ran inside the plane to the flight attendant and I asked her, where's my grandson? Where's my grandson? He was handed over to you in Philadelphia. And the flight attendant replied, what's a Philadelphia? And that's when I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) I'm just kidding. The flight attendant said, quote, no, I have no kids with me. Fortunately, Casper managed to phone grandma soon after he landed in Orlando. How how crafty of Casper. That's quick thinking. You got grandma's cell phone. He knows to call her. Miss Ramos then drove all the, all the way to pick up her grandson. Yeah. She still wants some answers, though. She wants to know how this happened. Did they get, Did they put him on the wrong plane? Did he jump on the wrong plane by himself? How did he get through the gate? Without a proper ticket for the actual flight. Well, you know, these are questions that we all have, but we can't expect answers. This is Spirit Air at the end of the day. You guys are aware of Spirit Air. We're just, we're lucky they filled the tank to get to Florida on that flight. Spirit Air, of course, has apologized. They have a statement here. We take the safety and responsibility of transporting all of our guests very seriously. We're conducting an internal investigation. We apologize to the family for this experience especially around the holidays. Now, they also say these mishaps are uncommon, but unaccompanied minors as well as other passengers have actually traveled on wrong flights in the past. Well, you know, you're taking a risk when you're sending your kid alone. I'm trying to think of what are some reasons a, a five-year-old flies alone. Divorced parents that have restraining orders against each other, maybe that's a thing. Or what about if it's a child genius if you come across a child genius, definitely can fly alone. But at the end of the day, spirits, I mean, spirit? I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> a Chinese chess champion is stripped of his title after defecating in a hotel bathtub. Well, how else is he supposed to celebrate as the chess champ? Defecating in a bathtub. Duh. <laughs> You win hundreds of chess matches, and you're the champ. You crap in one hotel bathtub, and here we are now. He's the butt of all sorts of jokes. I even came up with one of my own. What was his winning move? Night to tub drain? <laughs> hey, come on, guys. Jonesy's just slinging chess bathtub poop jokes. This is what you get with Weird AF News. What, did you think this was an upstanding podcast? Heck to the no. Says here, the world of Chinese chess is in an uproar uproar over rumors of cheating and a bad behavior scandal. So scandalous that saw the national champion stripped of his title on Monday after a victory celebration ended with him defecating in a hotel bathtub. This guy's the rock star of chess chess champs defecating in a bathtub. Just like it's like uh, Led Zeppelin vibes, you know, the way that they used to just ruin motel rooms after their concerts there was a rumor that they put a um like a fish inside a woman in their hotel room did you hear about that rumor there's some hotel that was on the, a seaside the rumor has it they fished right out the window they pulled in like a large carp or something i don't know what it was and then they put it inside a woman's nether regions i don't know if it's true my point is you know, champions do crazy things after they win in hotel rooms so this guy kind of gets a pass in my eyes um, now I'm going to screw up some Chinese words in here so please don't cancel me Zhang Ji is also known as Chinese chess I've never heard of it I've heard of Chinese checkers never Chinese chess I'm looking at a Chinese chess board it's different and the, it looks like they use discs instead of the regular chess pieces red and white all right, we, didn't, we don't need to go into that, but apparently it's hugely popular, for, and it's been so for hundreds of years across Asia. We have here 48 year old Yan Chenglong. Yan beat dozens of contenders last week to win the title of Jingji King. He's the Jingji King. This is at a national tournament hosted by the Chinese Jingji Association. But, however, Yan's joy was short lived. Uh, The association on Monday announced that Yan would have his title revoked and prize money confiscated after he he had been caught disrupting public order and extremely bad character display at the hotel room. The association was also forced to address certain rumors circulating online that Yan actually cheated during the chess competition by using, get this, anal beads equipped with wireless transmitters to send and receive signals. This isn't the first story I've covered about a chess champion being accused of using some sort of sex toy in their buttocks to send and receive signals and win a championship. But I mean, it's like if you're able to transmit and translate the content of a chess board to a computer using some sort of butt clenching techniques, I'm just like blown away by you. You kind of deserve to be crowned championship Champion in my eyes. Yan allegedly clenched and unclenched rhythmically. This is what he did with the anal beads. This was to communicate information about the chessboard via code to a computer. So he's basically doing butt cheek Morse code transmission. Beep 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 beep. But each beep 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 is a butt clench. Ah, this guy's got major butt this guy's got like anus control. High level Maybe there's an anus control contest he could enter and win. Anyways, he sent back constru- instructions to a computer using his butt clenching maneuvers. He did this on what moves to make in the form of vibrate. Oh, they sent back instructions to his butt in the form of vibrations. <laughs> vibrations incoming. <laughs> Imagine. It's, sir, it's your move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah ho- hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about my next move. Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my! Give me, give me, give me a moment here. I'm, 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 it's coming to me. Oh, it's coming to me. Now, the organization said based on their understanding of the anal beads situation, it's it's impossible to prove that Yan engaged in any cheating through these anal beads and butt-clenching maneuvers that have been speculated on social media. But he's still been stripped of his title and banned from playing for a year after his celebrations just went a little wayward, as they're saying in the hotel. They say here, Yan consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th. And then he defecated in the bathtub of the room he was staying in on the 18th in an act that damaged certain hotel properties, violated public order and good morals, had a negative impact on the competition and the event of Xingji, and was of extremely bad character, they say. Uh, So, I mean, you can't prove that he cheated with the anal beads. If he did, I'm impressed. And we really don't know all the information about the bathtub defecation. I mean, perhaps the toilet was clogged. That could be a reason maybe this maybe yan is a giant person i mean i heard that uh, andre the giant when he would travel in certain countries couldn't use the toilets they were too small and so he would routinely poop in bathtubs specifically in asia i don't know if this is a true rumor but this is what i heard so we need more information but um i'll tell you right now i'd like to party with this guy sounds like a lot of fun Ain't no beads in my butt, keep on pulsing, and I'm gonna be the chess champion. Ain't no beads in my butt, keep on pulsing. Get free food at Burger King if you appear to be hungover. Burger King Brazil announced some new technology here as part of a promotion. Uh, They're using surveillance technology. They're calling it the hangover whopper. They want to celebrate the booze-filled days between Christmas and New Year's with some facial recognition technology, which is a marketing stunt. All you have to do is hold your bleary-eyed face, your hungover, gross, droopy face with the eye boogers in it. And this bags under your eyes, the dark circles under your eyes, and the drool on your mouth, and the crusties in the corners of your mouth. Yeah, I'm just describing what a face looks like when it's extremely hungover. Did I get it right? You hold your face up to the camera, hungover, and the company uses its face-scanning software to judge exactly how hungover you look at that moment. And then they hand out a corresponding coupon, depending on how hungover you look. Burger King announced the campaign with a video. Within which they say BK presents Hangover Whopper, a technology that scans your hangover level and offers a discount on the ideal combo to help you combat your hangover. Uh, This promo ends on January 2nd, so you still have time if you're in Brazil. I don't know if I have any Brazilian listeners. I think I have like two. But be mindful, this discount only works on delivery orders in Brazil, apparently. Uh, The face scanning happens not at the stores, but on the company's mobile app, as well as their website. You have to give the website and app permission to access your camera on your iPhone or computer, and then pose for a photo, and then the Burger King hangover software goes through its processing and then recommends something for you based on your hangover scale. It could be a Whopper, a double Whopper, some fries... But it spits out a coupon, basically. So give that a try. (laughs) I can't believe this is where we've come. We have amazing technology, and this is what we're using it for. (laughs) It's unbelievable. The article goes on to bash facial technology for a minute, saying that the technology promises to destroy the few remaining shreds of privacy that we have left. They say just last week, the FTC banned the store's Rite Aid from using facial recognition for five years after an investigation found that the drugstore used a lazy implementation of the technology to falsely accuse thousands of people of shoplifting in their stores. But for the most part, the spies won. Today, facial recognition is everywhere, they say, and as you move through public spaces, you are actually constantly under the prying watch of cameras running this technology. Here's the thing about facial recognition. The article says it does not work. It barely works. The technology does a passable, though not 100% accurate job with the faces of white men, but numerous studies show it's far less accurate at identifying black, Asian, Latino, and female faces. It's also functionally useless for other things, such as measuring your emotions, detecting political affiliations, or finding you a date, despite the dozens of companies promising digital phrenology. It's probably no good for detecting hangovers either, and if you dig a little, Burger King seems to admit that, they say. Burger King describes their their facial recognition system as, quote, a fictitious assessment of the level of your hangover. The good news is the company says it's not doing anything creepy with your data, though, guys. So don't worry. It's not sharing your photos with any third parties. It's not going to use this for advertising or anything like that. And you can trust Burger King, right? I mean, you can trust all these Fortune five hundred companies with your data and your face pics and access to your camera roll, right? It's no problem, bro. It's no problem. And even if they want to use it, it's fine. I mean what well, it's worth it, right? I got to save two dollars on a on a Whopper Junior, so totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Spending time with Weird AF News Yeah, baby Spending the time with the weird news Yeah, yeah Come on now Download and stream my stuff Download and stream the news I'm giving you weird news Giving it to you like I can Cause it's so damn good Keeping it highly caffeinated all the time in a closet. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. And I got some I got some fresh love and thanks to give. Yeah, we're gonna give some fresh love for Christmas. Someone bought me a coffee. It was Adam Mobley, bought me a coffee for Christmas. Oh Merry Christmas, Adam Mobley! Merry Christmas! Adam Mobley bought me a coffee and wrote me a nice little note of love and thanks. It says here, hi, I must say your podcast keeps getting better and better, Jonesy. Keep up the song bits, they're bomb ass funny. I'm going to repeat that sentence because it's quite poetic. Keep up the song bits, they're bomb ass funny. <laughs> I love it when they when people call my, my singing bomb ass funny. Uh, continuing, this is Adam Mobley. Quote, oh, and here's a coffee or a cold loving beer for you to suckle down. Ooh, suckle down. Picture that. Happy holidays and may ever there be a non creepy love in your future. How about that? Wishing me non creepy love in my future. Let me tell you something, Adam Mobley. I will accept creepy love in my future. That's how love-starved I am these days. (laughs) Come on, I'll take the creepy love. I'll take whatever love you can give me, guys. Sometimes you gotta take the creepy love. It's better than no love, you know what I'm saying? Creepy love is better than no love. Did someone write a song about it? Somebody should. Creepy love is better than no love. I'll take your creepy love. Creepy love love running down my thighs. (laughs) Come on, Keith Sweat, write a song called Creepy Love is Better Than No Love. Creepy love is better than no love. (laughs) I want you to holla when you're giving me love. And I want love so creepy. (sighs) Did I ever tell you how much I love Keith Sweat and that I I sent him DMs on Instagram? But he never answers me. Just want to hang out with him. What's so What's so bad about that? Anybody know Keith Sweat? Anybody that listens to this show, if you could just let Keith Sweat know that it, next time he's in Los Angeles, I want to take him to lunch or something, or breakfast. Um, just want to hang out with Keith. That's It's kind of been, it's just been a dream of mine. The, I don't need the backup singers or dancers to be there. Just the Keith. Just me and Keith chilling. We could go. We could go to a cigar lounge. Be, I, I mean, that would be pretty amazing. Each of us wearing silk shirts, smoking cigars, me and Keith Sweat. I have so much to say to him, so many questions. Anyways, I think he'd enjoy me. Adam Mobley, back to Adam Mobley. Adam Mobley is basically the star of this outro, by the way. Sorry, Adam, I got off on a Keith Sweat tangent, as I have many times on this podcast. Uh, Anyways, thank you. If you guys want to buy me a coffee like Adam Mobley, go to buymeacoffee.com slash funnyjones. Or just go to weirdafnews.com and click on the... The little coffee cup icon. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. You can also join the Patreon if you want to keep me caffeinated. That's a good way to do it. Because you know when you keep me caffeinated, you get great. You get journey parodies. You get improvised Keith Sweat parodies. About creepy love. <laughs> and other things. So download the Patreon app. And do a search for Weird AF News. Or just go to patreon.com slash News. You could do that, too. You want to call the show? Yeah, you do. You want to wish me a happy, happy new year? Yeah, you do. It's uh, 646-450-2012. And my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool email, yeah. Not as cool as you. (laughs) You're cool. You are so cool. I don't care what they say at work. You're pretty damn cool.